0: You're listening to episode 332 of the 200 Churches Podcast.
1: The North Carolina Conference in the United Methodist Church with Duke University is doing major studies on clergy health. We are some of the most unhealthy, overweight, highly stressed, poor insurance risk groups out there. We need help. We need to take control of this, and nobody's going to do it for us. We've got to do it ourselves. Just like it's up to us to take our day off, to learn how to to vacation and and de-stress, we've got to take control of our health.
2: Welcome to the 200 Churches Podcast. We're passionate about providing ministry encouragement to pastors of small churches. We release a brand new episode every Wednesday to do just that for you, all of our small church pastor friends. Now here are two guys who are definitely better together, friends, pastors, and podcast partners, Jeff and Johnny.
3: This is the 200 Churches Podcast. My name is Jeff Cady. I'm here in the studio with my good friend, former associate pastor, former friend, current podcast partner. <laughs> former friend. That's nice. Oh, did I say former friend? I mean, I meant current friend. <laughs> current friend. Uh, uh, Johnny I, mean, I think Craig. it's current friend. Jo- well, we until Craig. Well, we were a minute ago. Yeah. Well, uh, I reinstate you. I reinstate <laughs> Perfect. you. Perfect. Hey, how are you doing this fine Tuesday evening? Oh, look at the dog. I know. The dog thinks she belongs. (laughs) He he, he just... so the dog jumps up on Johnny's podcast table, (laughs) and he literally, with a swipe of his hand, dismisses the poor canine, and it... swooshes to the ground. So,
0: Jeff, you knew... I don't know if we ever talked about Ruby on the podcast, but you knew my last dog, Ruby. Oh, we talked about Ruby many times. Yeah, and, you know, poor Ruby. uh, We had to put Ruby down, and we replaced Ruby with Olive. And it's not Olive's fault, but... Um, she's not Ruby, and I do hold it against her. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, she gets, there she is. She gets There she swipe. is clawing to get up again. That's right.
3: <laughs> clawing for some attention. Well, Ruby was your first mutt right after you got married. That's true. And Ruby wormed her fat lard into the bosom of your
0: yeah, heart. That is 100% accurate, yes, on all fronts. <laughs>
3: And, I, and every time I'd come over, I'd sing Kenny Rogers' song, Ruby, Don't, don't Take Your Love take to Town. Take your love to town, Ruby. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she was a great dog. Oh, man. She, she was. She yeah. was. Well, this is a, I wish this were a, a video podcast. Everyone could see uh, Benji <laughs> jumping up on your desk and chewing on your fingers. That looks like Benji. Is that a Benji dog? I don't
0: know. She's a Jack Russell poodle mix. So, mini poodle. Okay. So.
3: You, do you remember the movie with Benji? This was before your time. I do,
0: yeah. She's not that same dog, but her hair is similar. She's fluffy like that. It's neither hair nor there. Oh, there you go. Wow, wow. Let's. I can't let's, help it. Let's move on from here. <laughs> hey, Jeff, you were, you were up in my neck of the woods a couple
3: weeks ago, man. I was. I had some time. I had a Sunday that was empty. Right. My wife was gone. My son was gone to college. I literally... And I, and I wasn't going to church that day. I had that day when off. When does that ever happen? And I wasn't out of town. Never. never. It never, it'll probably never happen again. I was... So I texted you and I said, hey, are you preaching tomorrow? Yep. And you said? I said, yeah, both campuses. Both campuses. Yeah. So I'm not going to like pick one. <laughs> I've got the day free, right? <laughs> so I show up early and I stay late. You did. We did we did the front to we did the front to back. Just like a podcast. On Sunday. Yes. That was awesome. And and Johnny, you did a wonderful wow. job with your message two times. <laughs>
0: two times, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah. Two, two times, times is hard. I don't have, I, uh, I like to lay it all on the line vocally in the first to service and then I'm a little hoarse for round two. I don't have much control. So, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm getting better at that. I'm glad I don't have to preach at both campuses every week, but it was, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool to have you there. And then you got to meet, um, well, you've met him before, but you got to talk to Suzanne and Gary, uh, both who have been on the yes. podcast before and, uh, who are my, my boss and my, Coworker, respectively and yeah it's just a lot of fun
3: I informed Suzanne that on a recent episode I declared that she was dead to me oh is that why she texted me the other
0: day and said I'm catching up on some episodes of 200 churches (laughs) (laughs) she really did and I was like oh now I know why you were listening to 200 churches that's really funny (laughs) there you go
3: yeah I told her 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 schedule got in our recording way and I told her she was dead to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but no, we had we had a great conversation. Yeah. It, it was good. It was an unusual Sunday for your church, which we don't have to get into. Yeah, it was. It was an unusual Sunday, but it was it was good for me to see the life and the heart of the church yeah. in the midst of a difficult Sunday. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know you you know you, there's <laughs> there are older people on staff that could have preached on a difficult Sunday, but they allowed foolish johnny who said hey
0: i'll (laughs) preach on that sunday
3: like hey go for it baby you go for it yeah i'll always sign up
0: for that firing squad sure why not (laughs) you 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 handled it with Oh, thank you very much i appreciate that i I think that's the right word
3: i think it i'll have to look it up i love it yeah yeah it was good And and it was good it was good hanging out with you that day it was good seeing your kids oh yeah got to see all your kids and kayla and that was uh a lot of fun. We could put the band back together for just a little bit. They there. love Uncle Jeff. Except for, I was a little disappointed. You didn't invite me up there to, you know, do a little
0: co-preaching.
3: I, I, like hey, we used to I did shout you out. I
0: got up and I said, I'm almost a little nervous because Jeff is here. It's like yeah, my but only dad. on
3: one campus though, not on both campuses. Yeah, well, so I noticed that little slight. Let's
0: assume that the people involved aren't <laughs> listening to this. The other campus, some other things but a little long. And uh, precluded any of that kind of stuff. So (laughs) I only have control of one campus. That's the truth. I might preach at both, but I can only control one.
3: (laughs) That's funny. That's true. No, it was great. Hey, today's episode, Johnny, I recorded literally last night. Oh, my goodness. With Pastor Scott. With Pastor Scott from, I'm not going to remember the name of his town. I always want to say Centerline, sure, and it's not that. But he's from he's from North Central Ohio. Okay, and Pastor Scott's story is it's amazing to me. I I wish that I could listen to this without knowing him and without being me because uh, the story is you know he talks about driving down the road listening to episode 305 Hmm. and. At the end of episode 305, I said, if you're interested in getting healthy, email me. Right. He literally pulls his car off the road, and he emails me. On the spot. Pulls off. Yeah, on the wow. spot. He's so, he is so, like God is speaking to him saying, hey, dude, it's your time. It's your yeah. time. You're yeah. ready. And he pulls over, and he emails me. And that was the start of what has been a beautiful relationship between... Him yeah. and I and his health journey, uh, and he, he reveals in this episode uh, the progress that he's made in under six months. Wow. Under six months, and it's, it's mind-blowing to me because here's a guy who fo- has followed the program to a T. Hmm. I mean, religiously, he, he has even put together an Excel spreadsheet to follow the program to a T. Yes. And the results are nothing short of outstanding. That's awesome. With this episode, yep, it is awesome. And with this episode, I I invite more pastors to take on this health challenge and and get on the health journey and really see transformation in their life. And, and Scott and I both say in this episode, hey, if we did it, a couple of schlub pastors, <laughs> anybody can do it i think at the end of the episode i reveal how much weight the two of us have lost together yeah and it might be more than you weighed when i met you (laughs) it's a lot
0: (laughs) well this i gotta hear i gotta hear with everybody (laughs) else now let's get into it this is your conversation with scott buell and uh and i'm just excited to hear about his journey Scott Buell, welcome, welcome to the Two
3: Hundred Churches podcast. It's good to have you. I can see you on the screen. It's like we're right next to each other. That's Here we right. are.
1: Yeah, I was I was going to say thank you for the the ticket to I- Iowa, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> gave that away. It's great to be with you. I've been looking forward to this,
3: Scott. You were on one other time. There was uh, there were three of you on talking about your progress on your health journey, but that was a couple of months ago. Uh, but Tell us where you pastor and uh, a little bit about your church
1: and just a little bit
3: about your family.
1: Well, I've been married for 35 years. Uh, We met in college and been on a ministry journey ever since then together. We now pastor in a small town in uh, north central Ohio called Crestline. Hmm. It's it's an old railroad town. And uh, years ago, we had a roundhouse and it was one of the busiest railroad intersections in the country. What is a roundhouse? It is a uh, an interchange for uh, for trains uh, moving uh, moving the engines from one track to the next and getting them hooked and going in different directions. Okay, that's our town's claim to fame in the past. It's a, it's technically a village now, and there's a cluster of small towns in Ohio. We we tend to have these clusters of small towns and. There's actually uh, a pretty strong population through this area. My church that I'm pastoring now in uh, the Church of the Nazarene, it's a smaller church, wonderful congregation, and uh, we are uh, active in our community and and ministering to people and trying to get to know and meet new people every day. Very
3: cool. How long have you been there?
1: Coming up on seven years.
3: Woo, seven years. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. So tell me, uh, if I were to show up at church this weekend at your church, what would I experience?
1: We are really a, a fairly traditional congregation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a choir, a wonderful choir, and uh, we'll sing a mix of hymns and gospel songs. We, we'll, we'll put them on the projector, so that's kind of crazy for our church, but, <laughs> but, but they're from the hymnal, from, the, from, from our hymnal, and uh, you'll have a mix of some guys still in suits I don't wear suits anymore because I don't fit in any of my suits. Well, you got to buy new well, ones. Well, that, that's on the list. <laughs> that's on the list. But uh, it, but also, you'll find, you'll find wonderful, friendly people. And it's, it's a, just a great congregation to be a part of and very loving, loving people.
3: And you've been in ministry for how many years, did you say? 31. 31 years. So you, man, you and I are tracking right along. I've been 32, but only married for 33 oh, years. So you're two years you're ahead of me. You're newlywed. In the marriage game.
1: Yeah, that's right.
3: I'm a newlywed. Hey, how long have you been listening to the 200 Churches podcast? Well,
1: it's been probably about a year that I've been, uh, I you know, was on your mailing list and, and looking at your material online and then listening. That's how we originally came in contact was on the, the podcast.
3: Who do you think is better on the podcast, me or Johnny. <laughs>
1: I'm not getting in the middle of that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, Johnny's not with us, though. You can lie. You
1: can... You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll hurt my credibility over, uh, through the rest of our time together. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Scott, you and I talked uh, as I was driving through Atlanta. I remember that weekend driving through downtown Atlanta, and I was on... You were in my earbuds, and we were talking. And uh, you were talking about how you'd been listening to the podcast some and how you particularly heard episode 305. Yes, I did. And you were glad you did. So tell me where you were at as a pastor and as a person three months before you and I talked and and before you listened to episode 305, what what was the reality for your life at that time?
1: Well, enjoying my church and enjoying the ministry, but deeply dissatisfied with my health and the way I looked and felt, and really just not sensing a way out, a, a way to change, and and no confidence that, that any amount of dieting or exercise would help, and, and to be honest, would just eat what I wanted and how I wanted, because it didn't matter. I was going to be overweight, and, and that was that, and, and really... I mean, it was it was every day, every day, just thinking about how dissatisfied I was with that part of my life and not realizing at that time just what a drag it was on everything about me, about ministry, about my attitude with people and my ability to relate I'm very self-conscious and, and, and a very uh, kind of defeated attitude throughout in ministry, in, in new ideas and, and thinking about things because I had this one big failure that I felt it was, uh, you know, this, this big block in, in that I was very unhealthy and just just not happy with myself. And that's where I was for, well, not just three months, but up to the day before and then the day of the day, the day we did talk. OK, I listened to your podcast on my way to meet two college buddies at Steak and Shake
3: okay <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> hey man I, I, I remember <laughs> listening to that and in in you know I'm gonna I'm gonna contact uh, Jeff on this but also thinking there I'm getting me a milkshake and fries and this may be the last time <laughs>
3: it was. so you so you said you say every day every day you felt defeated now mm-hmm. dr Buell you've got a doctorate mm-hmm. right you're you're educated yes, you're a professional you're you you're a pastor you counsel people you teach people god's word i mean it's it's somewhat unthinkable that that in that area of your life which is not rocket science when you think about it but somehow in our culture a guy like you feels defeated and you felt like it's just the way it's going to be you're just going to you're going to be overweight and you're just going to have to struggle with that Why do you think you felt that way, given the success that you had in so many other areas of your life?
1: I tried before. Food is a crazy thing. As anybody who reads about dieting and and health and and changing your mentality about food, I would eat to uh, deal with stress. I would eat to celebrate. Uh, I would eat when I'm tired, eat when I'm ready to go. And and it it was just that, that panacea not dealing with other issues, I guess. And to be honest, it's still a bit of a mystery. For me, it was just this constant burden that I carried with me.
3: You said it even affected how you related to other people and your optimism in other ventures, even ministry ventures. Mm -hmm. Just unpack that a little bit.
1: Well, uh, in part of it just... In meeting new people, being self-conscious about how I came across, and, and that's not healthy because then I'm, I'm focusing on myself and not listening to the other person and investing. And and as as Christians, uh, self is is not a not the place to be. It's not the, not should not be our center. Christ should be, and and then loving others. So I, I had the wrong center, the wrong foundation to begin everything, and just sensing that I can't get victories in, in this very personal, very important area of my life, it just put a damper on everything else. My even even in my preaching. Last month or so my wife even comments is you, you really you feel like you're enjoying yourself again. And I see that in the pulpit. And that and that's exciting. It's exciting for me.
3: How was your wife speaking into your life when you were feeling this way? I mean what was kind of your like agreement with her for dinners and for snacks and for you? I mean, how did that go?
1: She would try to say, do you really want that? Is that really? But there there are times I just said, listen, just don't talk to me about it. I don't want to hear it. And she would just let it go. That was kind of the way of things for a long time. She would try to cook healthier and, and provide for me. But there would also be times where say, I said, listen, I want fried chicken or I'm going to have potato chips or that kind of a thing. Did you really want
3: that, Scott? Did you really
1: want that? At the time, I thought I did. <laughs> I, I wanted I wanted the relief. I yeah. wanted the release. I wanted the that, that moment of, okay, of satisfaction, the, the satisfying taste of whatever for the moment. But realizing long-term, no, that's not what I wanted. And that wasn't what I needed.
3: She was maybe trying to provide some baby steps and... Yeah. Were you open to baby steps at the time? Probably not really
1: not not for the most part i I'd go in a spurt It's well okay, I'll try to do a little better, but I needed radical yeah I didn't need baby steps I needed radical, and so the baby steps I would try them for a little bit but not see any progress and would just then revert back to my old mentality.
3: If you go to like Barnes and Noble and you walk through the self-improvement aisle, there's a ton of books on on health and uh, vitality and losing weight and body shape mm-hmm. and all that stuff. H- had you ever walked through there and, and looked at those or picked up any of those to actually read them? And
1: Not for years. Probably the last one I looked at was, was do- one of Dr. Phil's earliest books about losing weight.
3: <laughs> okay. And it, it just seemed like maybe they were for other people. They'd work maybe with other people, but they're, yeah. to try to figure out which one was uh, kind of like if there were tw- 28 different blood types. And you had to pick out the book that actually had your blood type, right? You know, it's like, how do you find that?
1: Right. Yeah. I, it, it was um, a very defeated time. And and this was something that had been building for years. I, I'd always, uh, through high school and college, very thin. Um, in fact, at times when I would come home from college, my parents would get very concerned that I, I was too thin hmm. yeah, but once I started into ministry and didn't have all the opportunities of playing sports and and then began addressing stress with food uh, started packing on the pounds so that 35 years in ministry was, was a 35 years of gaining weight and becoming more and more sedentary and setting those in those habits
3: I mean if you just gained like two and a half pounds a year I mean that'd only be a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And how, how slowed with two and a half right. pounds a year, you go over 30 plus years. So this is really interesting. Take me back to that day when you turned on episode 305 and you started listening to it. What was your experience? What were you thinking about as you listened to that episode? In other words, why would that be any different than everything else you'd ever heard about weight loss?
1: Something about my mind, I'm very open to listening to other pastors speaking to my life. There's a bond. I think there's a, a fraternity of ministry and pastors and so here's a pastor I've listened to and appreciated what he's had to say in these other areas, and that's you and Johnny and, mostly, and I mean mostly primary. me. Mostly Yeah, me. mostly you, of course. Okay, yeah. Thanks. Johnny's just kind of the fluff on the side, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I wasn't gonna get into that. Yeah,
3: one, no, me? that's perfect uh, though. Perfect.
1: But uh, just getting to a place of, of just desperation. I was starting to be so overweight that I was stopping certain activities because it was just too hard and it was affecting what I did and how I did. Give and
3: me an example of I, something you just, you just didn't want uh, to do anymore.
1: Change oil in my car or things that I used to do and enjoy. It's just too hard to get down uh, on the ground and get back up again. Uh, working around the house. My wife and I have been talking about taking out a row of old uh, shrubs and replanting and I'd put it off for two years because I just didn't want to do the work. Physically, I was not able and didn't want to admit it to her and didn't didn't want to go through all of that. So those kinds of things. And then uh, having a new uh, a new grandbaby and realizing, man, I want to play with this little guy and uh, I want to be vital and, and excited. And uh, listening to that episode Of 200 churches, uh, hearing a fellow pastor who's who's walked that journey ahead of me, but I think I think God spoke through that and through you, and just brought some hope and and just sensing, hey Scott, you can do this. There is something here. I pulled over and emailed you. You you said okay if you're interested, email me and give me this information and. I pulled the car over and I emailed you. Wow. It was probably a couple of days. I can't remember how what the interval was. It wasn't very long that, that we set up a phone call then. You started talking to me about, uh, about the habits of health and, and what's happened in your life. And i tell you, things, uh, everything's turned around since then for me.
3: I wish every one of my church members would say something like that. Don't you wish? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, yeah. So, so we talked and you said, I want to do this. And in uh, a week or so, you got a box that was delivered to your doorstep. How did you feel when you got that box?
1: Well, by the time I got the box, I was, I was excited again. Uh, probably about five minutes after I hung up talking with you and, and, and committing to you, I was going to do this. And then we, um, I can't remember how what the time interval was between that initial call and when we, you walked me through the ordering process. But I was up and down probably a hundred times, thinking, "Oh my gracious, what have I done? <laughs>
3: and,
1: you know, am I going to be able to eat this? Sometimes I can be a picky eater, and you know, those kinds of thoughts. And, and oh no, am I going to starve to death and always be hungry and cranky? And but by the time the box came, I was ready to try, ready, ready to go. And uh, it came, and so uh, probably I think on a Thursday, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to start it on Monday. Okay, get through the weekend." And so I set it, set everything organized Monday morning, took that first bar and and started and just really bought in, fully committed myself to the process.
3: So that's, you just, oh, you have to just eat bars?
1: No, um, shakes, <laughs> you know, all different kinds of things. The bars are easiest to, you know, driving back and forth to the office, going to see somebody, different things. But uh, shakes, soups, uh, a lot of savory, uh, savory items. The mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, a very wide variety. Brownies. Yeah, so so that's that's one of my favorites is the double chocolate brownie. I'll, I'll save that for an, the evening snack.
3: Mm, okay. Tell me how, how the process works. So you get the box. What are some of the things that you had to begin to put into practice in your life? You know, because I... I think it's it starts out pretty elementary. You just kind of you know do this, do this, do this. and so well, how did that how did that go for you?
1: Well, the first thing is before the box came, uh, my wife and I went through and got rid of the junk. Uh, we cleared the house of uh, all the the chocolate the the chips, all the carb snacks hmm. and and just got rid of all of that and and uh, so the the temptations weren't there. A, a funny thing, uh, about a week after I started into the program, my wife had to go away for a couple days to visit her parents. And so I was there by myself and and, and doing well. And um, I, I grew up in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, and there's a, a brand of potato chips from Cincinnati called Grippo's. And anybody mm. from, from the Cincinnati area, you love Grippo's. That's just a part of growing up in Cincinnati. One of my church members, uh, even though we're in northern Ohio now, She grew up in the Cincinnati area as well. And she brought me a bag of grippos. Well, they didn't get tossed out. And I found them uh, while my wife was away. And to be honest, wasn't tempted. I, I was just so excited about the possibilities. But I thought about timing it for when my wife came home, shredding the bag, crumbling all the chips and laying them over me <laughs> like, I, like I ate a bag of chips yeah. in a uh, passed out state or something like that. I don't know. But, but um, so get, got rid of the junk and, and just in my heart, in my mind, committed to the process. This is what I'm going to do. Part of the process, one of the habits is, is moving and I didn't exercise for really the first three or four months into the program, but, but move, get up out of the desk and, and walk around my church, uh, walk around the house and those kinds of things, drink plenty of water, staying very hydrated, especially the first couple weeks. I was very careful to stay hydrated because I was cutting my calorie intake dramatically. But then just eating every two and a half to three hours, that I think is is one of the big game changes for me that it makes sense. I struggle. I have diabetes, and reading the, the Habits of Health book explains how eating these fuelings every three hours really controls the blood sugar, controls the insulin, and I to, I felt good through this. Uh, I I never did feel hungry. Uh, the first week. Uh, if I exer- if I worked hard physically, I'd get a little lightheaded, especially if I'd bend over. But after the first week, that, that was gone and was beginning to notice more energy, able to to go through the day and not worry about those kind, you know, getting hungry or those things.
3: So less food after a week or two produced oh, yeah. more energy. Yeah,
1: isn't that, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, You know, you think, okay, I need—but it was better food, good protein, good carbs, very limited, and and not just a glut of of sugar and and fat and those kinds of things that that I was eating.
3: You said that uh, very low calorie count, and it made me think of the word deprivation. Did you ever feel deprived going through this thing? I,
1: I literally did not feel hungry. In fact, I've noticed in the last couple days more hunger than in the first three months. And, and not to say in the last couple of days it's been like bad or anything. I've just said, oh, it's time to eat and look at my watch and realize, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's been about three hours. My body's on the schedule now. Yeah. My body's telling me I don't need to set yeah. my alarm on my watch now. But no, I wasn't deprived. And once I, I kind of there were some things I didn't care for, but most of it I like. You know, I you know, look forward to oh, I'm going to have this uh, for my uh, you know at, at one o'clock or you know tonight I'll I'll do the the brownie and those things and they tasted good they taste good to me.
3: So you told me you went as far as creating an Excel spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> and and you knew it. What what. Type of fueling you'd have at yes, what time? Yes, I,
1: I, I'm a bit of a planner, <laughs> and so uh, so I, I said all that. Then I also uh, would keep I, I would have that sheet, and then I kept a little food, well, like a little diary that what what did I eat when? And um, and yep. then when I would get something new, if I liked it or not, how and and then uh, tracking my weight, uh, tracking my activity, and water, and all those things.
3: You're already a person who's wired to administrate and kind of keep track right. of those kinds of details so the plan lent itself well to you because that's exactly what it is you got a plan you got a track to run on and a path to follow and you and I were talking the other day and I and I said you probably follow the and you said you use yeah. the word <laughs> religiously no 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 pun intended would you be willing to share what your weight was when you started when
1: I started uh I was. Uh, I still am six foot one. <laughs> that gives you. <laughs> okay. And uh, I weighed two hundred seventy one pounds.
3: Okay, two hundred seventy one. And,
1: and what was the date that you started? That was March ten. March ten is a Sunday, March so 10. that I weighed in on March ten. That was the last day. I just was not paying attention. To be honest, so that weekend, as I made the decision, I was eating eating healthier. But that yeah. Sunday, March tenth was the last day. Monday, the eleventh is when I, I started. I had my first pueling. I weighed 271.
3: Okay, 271. So as we're recording this, it's August 26th. So that's five months and two weeks. Yeah. Okay, so in five months and two weeks, what's your current weight?
1: I weigh 187 right now.
3: 187. So that's 84 pounds. Yeah.
1: 84 pounds. 31%. I've lost 31% of my body weight
3: in five months and two weeks. Five months and two weeks.
1: I hit 80 pounds in five months, exactly.
3: That's just crazy. I know.
1: I I am in a constant state of disbelief. I look in the mirror. um, I am buying some clothes medium size. I've been double double X <laughs> and uh, actually I've got I've got a trip I've got a couple triple X things in my closet. Or yeah, used to.
3: Oh me too. <laughs> and
1: uh, I just I just today bought something that was a medium. A medium. Wow. I, I mean, immediate. I am in a constant state of disbelief. I told my wife, this is what happens to other people, and you see TV stuff about them. Yeah. This didn't happen to me. Right. Uh, but it did.
3: It, do, do you ever think that if you did it, others could do it oh, too? happens. I'm
1: the poster child of, of uh, stress eating, emotional eating, <laughs> and all that stuff, uh, not wanting to exercise, and... Um, Again, he's just overweight and just kind of had said, "Well, that's the way it is." And
3: did you say you had type two diabetes?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Do you still? Well, I, I, I still am taking some meds, but my numbers are so good, I can't wait to get to the doctor in a couple weeks.
3: Do you anticipate like being past that?
1: I don't know. I I did a lot of damage to my body oh, over okay. the years, okay. so my I don't know if my pancreas will catch up again. I um, gotcha. It's, that's for the. I often tell people I'm not that kind of doctor. So, <laughs> right,
3: so I don't right, know. right. Uh, but it'll be interesting to find out it'll be
1: interesting what to find out. And I'm yeah. and and so, but my numbers are so much better. My blood pressure is is I was in fact I took my blood pressure uh, just as I was starting, and I wasn't sure about the number. I looked it up on the internet, and and the statement on the website I looked at says you are in a hypertensive crisis. Go see the doctor now. Wow. But yeah, that that was a wow moment. I took my Blood pressure a couple weeks ago. Put it on, looked it up the website, and it said ideal.
3: That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the and the visual transformation is is crazy. But so Scott, you followed it religiously. Mm-hmm. I followed. I didn't follow it to the letter. I followed it by the, in the spirit of the <laughs> law, right? But it took me. So now I'm uh, at about ten and a half months cuz i started on october the 5th so 5 months before you is that 5 months yeah that's 5 months yeah 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 so i'm 10 and a half months and i'm right at 80 pounds down that's great. and i started at 2 um, i started at 286 and I'm at 206. Wow, great. So I, I haven't been 206 since I was in college. And I would say, I've been using the term, I'm the poster boy. I'm the poster <laughs> pastor for the Fat Pastor Club, you know, and the guy who just was eating all the wrong stuff and, and not doing it right. Scott, what are some changes that you've experienced in terms of lifestyle in the last several months? I mean, it's been so quick for you. It has been. Like, you're having an identity crisis. I mean, it's so fast that you almost can't psychologically catch up with your weight loss. I would imagine that's somewhat true.
1: I um, went to the hospital. Um, I'm an hour from Columbus, and so well, Columbus, Ohio, people in our area will go there when they have a major health crisis. And I had to run down Saturday to see one of my members, and uh, her adult daughter was was there in the cafeteria area, and I so I... I walked up to her to speak to her and and she's not she doesn't attend the church. The daughter doesn't. I walked yeah. up to her and started talking to her cuz we know each other and uh, you yeah. know she hasn't seen me in I don't months and months. She didn't know who I was. <laughs> so wow. uh, I'd lost so much weight. She didn't recognize me and had to okay, this is uh, this is Pastor Scott. I'm your mom's pastor and and, and all and so that was Kind Of again reminding me of just how different I look and, and care of myself, but optimism, hope, uh, can do attitude, energy lots of energy, and uh, enjoying uh, my long walks and, and looking forward, looking for opportunities to do that. But the optimism that I, I've, I'm experiencing uh, within myself that, that I didn't think I could, but I did, and I can and given the right tools really anything's possible joy i'm happy with myself uh, no longer ashamed of who i am and in my habits and that is just such a um, blessing so you know just and it just carries through i mean you and i will counsel people don't carry shame uh, god right. god does not right. intend for you to carry shame I carried shame with me every day because of my weight. It wasn't just that I knew I was doing wrong and, and hurting myself, but I would read, I wouldn't preach on the passages about gluttony and 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 that our embodied spirituality and that, that God created with created us with these bodies that, that He wanted us to to take care of as temples. I heard those things, I read those in the Bible, but I certainly wasn't preaching on them because of the shame I carried with that.
3: Yeah. This is uh this is awesome, Scott. I'm so glad. I'm so happy for you. And yet at the same time, and, and for me, you know, I've experienced the, uh, all, all the things that you've experienced, not quite as fast, but for, for me, you know, do it in five months, do it in 10 months. It's Still, it's, it's a radical transformation
1: That's right. of
3: your life. And like I said, I'm, I'm buying clothes that I just never imagined I would ever be buying, but I'm thinking about other pastors. Yes. You know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the pastors who heard episode three hundred six and three oh five and for whatever reason just it it wasn't time for them. They they couldn't make that commitment. There's fear, there's doubt, there's uncertainty certainly could have been me, and it and it literally took a guy who had lost fifty pounds that I knew sitting in front of me saying, Hey, here, call this guy. His name is David, just call him and 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 i took the paper from him and i thought yeah i should call him but i probably never will but i wasn't going to look weak to this guy yeah. <laughs> and i decided i'm going to call i'm just going to call him and i like you it was a time that i was i was ripe for the picking i was desperate i 55 years old and just just dying a thousand deaths every day yeah and every time you put something in your mouth you can't really enjoy it because you know you but but you don't know what the right thing is and you feel lost in this culture of chaotic food and you just and you are you're just hopeless so you know pastors who they they don't really I didn't know what I didn't know right right you didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, you're probably probably like me. You thought you kind of knew it. You just weren't able to do right, it.
1: Right, right. I knew it in my head, but it not made made its way into my heart. And I just needed a jump start. I needed a help for that, and and, and an example, and some encouragement, and and uh, this plan, the habits of health, provided those things. Uh, as, I hear, as I first heard it on episode 305 from you and then connected with you as you coached me along and kind of showed, showed me the way and shared your successes. And, and that bred success in, in, in me going from hopeless to, to uh, having lost the way and now excited about a life of, of being healthy, feeling good, and able to do what I want to do, I'm not limited by my uh, by my weight or lack of health now.
3: Yeah, you said to me the other day that you have to be careful because you'll end up talking with people about this. <laughs> yeah. You just you just want to talk about it because it it is you know for for you and I, it was the one thing in our life that we've just never been able to get victory over. Right. And all of a sudden, we have it, and it's it's just so shocking to us. That we're living this kind of a life now, and really uh, I think like like me, you would want to see other pastors have that same opportunity if pastors wanted to they wanted to have a conversation with you or if they had questions and wanted an opportunity to ask you some questions. Would you be open to that?
1: Oh, most definitely. I I just think of of how much stress we carry, whether it's we're in a large church, small church, however you want to label it, how difficult sometimes the food situations are and the scheduling. The um, North Carolina Conference in the United Methodist Church with Duke University is doing major studies on clergy health. We are some of the most unhealthy, overweight, highly stressed, poor insurance risk groups out there. We need help. Hmm. Um, we we need to take control of this. For, and nobody's going to do it for us. I wouldn't allow my wife to do it. I didn't want to hear from her. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't want my church board members to come and tell me, you know, hey, pastor, you know, We don't want we're tired of looking at you. Yeah, you know, those kinds of things. We've got to do it ourselves We just like it's up to us to take our day off to learn how to to vacation and and de-stress We've got to take control of our health and I would love to if there's anybody who want to talk to me I'd love to have a conversation But as I said to you when when we first started talking and, and laid out probably what it's going to cost and everything I ran the numbers very quickly in my head and realized that even a year on this plan is less than my insurance plan deductible if I had a heart attack, if I had a stroke, if I had to have a uh, bypass, those kinds of mm. things. Yeah. Fin- the, uh, fi- financially, it feels like it's a huge commitment. But compared to those kinds of things, it's small.
3: And, and you're talking about straight numbers, but compared to... I've been at my church two years. When I got here, they wanted to give me life insurance. They're going to pay for life insurance. Wow. I went through the process. I had the para show up at the house. She she took my blood pressure. She took blood. She took other things, little samples of other things. <laughs> and she left, and I was denied life insurance. Wow. You said we're a high-risk pool, right? Yes. Pastors who are overweight and stressed. And, and in, it was a wake-up call for me. I'm like they don 't even want to give me life insurance, yeah, they denied my life insurance, and you know what else they denied they denied my my disability insurance wow i couldn't even get disability insurance, and they wanted to pay for it, so at that point, I thought okay and i and i wasn't in my worst spot when I showed up at the church. I would lost a few pounds, but even at that, even at that, I was not insurable, but we 're talking about straight numbers, but now. Think about the fact that at age 56, in three or four years, going the direction we were going, we're going to have some significant health crises, right? And all of a sudden, the quality of our life and the opportunity for relationships will disappear. Mm -hmm. They'll either dissipate or they'll disappear. Because I truly believe that if I continued the way I was going, I I really wouldn't live past 65. Wow. I wouldn't deserve to live past 65. Nobody should you know be able to eat like that and, and live that long. But now, oh my goodness, I'm, in October, I'm going to run a half marathon with my son.
1: Oh, that's great.
3: I got my grandson, I put him in a stroller, and we went 3.1 miles down to a park where I played with him for an hour, put him back in the stroller, and I briskly walked the 3.1 miles back to his house. You think I had fun that day oh, with my yeah. grandson? In the sunshine and in the beautiful weather, you can't put a price on that. Exactly. For me to be able to do stuff around my house, I've done more stuff around my house and outside this summer than uh, I've done, and I can't tell you, the last time uh, I had this much energy. And flexibility and endurance, you know, you can just do these things now. Give a word to a pastor who's listening, who's just really, they felt hopeless and they're thinking, well, you know, you guys did it. You know, Jeff and Scott, they, they, you know, between you and me, we've lost 164 pounds <laughs> right in the last year, uh, less than the last 10 months. That's crazy. That's
1: crazy. <laughs> that is. That is.
3: Um, so give a word to a pastor who's, who's thinking, I don't know if I can do it. What's it worth?
1: What uh, What is it worth? Well, we, we are so often talking to people about about life. And we're thinking usually spiritual life, eternal life, what Christ can offer to us through salvation. And, and that life that we talk about needs to seep into our bodies. For me, allowing God to give me that hope and to take hold of some tools, just like in our churches, in our ministries, we want good Bible study tools. We want good sermon tools to to, to offer to people uh handles on 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 becoming stronger in the lord and and activating in him well here's a tool here is uh, a tool that that on the other side is hope on the other side is health uh, on the other side is integrity that you can feel good about who you are and that the face that other people see is also the face you experience the harsh word uh, for me uh when i was overweight and but would hey everything's fine like that uh, the Bible word is is hypocrite. Hmm. Yeah. What, what I showed others was not what I saw in myself and what I saw about myself, that I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't feel good about who I was. And it's possible, as, as I said earlier, you know, I was the poster child for emotional eating and whatever the occasion was, the, the appropriate response in my mind was food and, and eating. And, and that's turned around. Celebration is not food. Celebration is a person, is, is a time with somebody, is is uh, doing doing something, not eating something. Pastor friends, um, you can do this. if I and it really it sounds lame. If I can do it, anybody can do it. so true. But really that's the path. You can take hold of this tool, take hold of these methods and see your life change. It, don't compare to, to Jeff, Jeff's results or my results or anybody's. If you lose 10 pounds, you are 10 pounds healthier. If you lose 100 pounds, you're 100 pounds healthier. Both are worth celebrating.
3: Having said that, Scott, I would clarify to say, or I would add to what you said and say, this is a physician-directed, a physician-led and created plan that you are the perfect empirical evidence for because you followed the plan to a T. You didn't cheat. You did what the plan said. You were not hungry, you had more energy, and you lost 84 unwanted ugly pounds while still retaining your head. My dad yes. always said, you want to lose 30 ugly pounds, chop your head off. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a great father. <laughs> anyway, you know, you, you did all those things. You, know, you, you ate less, but you ate better. You had more energy. You had less stress. You have less weight. Uh, you have more joy. You have more hope. And this program is a health transformation system, and it's a holistic system for for mind, body, and spirit. Uh, it's built heavy on relationships. You don't go it alone, right. and it's and it's it's just proven because you know food is a drug, and food has calories, and math doesn't lie. And for you. Uh, the last time I saw you on Skype like this, you had you had eighty more pounds. Oh, I don't yeah. know that I had probably thirty more because when you listen to that episode that I was on, episode three hundred five, uh, I I had only lost about forty five to forty seven pounds at that oh, point.
1: Only forty five pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, right, right. Well, I feel that way now. I yeah, do. Now. I
3: really do. And now I think, okay, I've lost eighty pounds. It like it sounds kind of normal to me now. It doesn't sound like outlandish. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, I I it took ten months to do it, but but I did it, and I'm thrilled. The system works. Yeah. You in your proof of that, because you worked the system, and the system brought you success. I really appreciate. And after working with this organization now for ten months, as both a as both a client and as a coach, there's just so much integrity in this. And you, you use that word integrity. It's not a fly by night and it's not a, you know, 99 cents and wait, there's more. Um, You (laughs) know, you you pay for it. And my mom always taught me, you know, you get what you pay for. And uh, this program is just phenomenal. So, Pastor, if you're interested in this, go to episode 332, and there will be a button there that you can click on, and you can give us some information. And Scott and I would love to bring you into this pastoral fold and see you experience what we did. And, and now is the perfect time. This is the perfect time. I started in early October. And in January 1st, when everybody was talking about New Year's resolutions, I looked at my wife on January 1st. And by the first of the year, I had lost 50 pounds. I looked at her and I said, you know, hon, it feels so good on New Year's Eve to say, I've already lost my 50. <laughs> you know, everyone's talking about losing 50 pounds, losing 50 pounds. I'd already lost my fifty now is a great time to get started because you'll you'll have a jump on the holidays you'll be able to handle the holidays right. and you'll you'll just it's a great experience so episode three thirty two at two hundred churches dot com you can find out more or just email me Jeff at two hundred churches. J-E-F-F at 200churches.com. We would love to get you involved. And there's great incentives uh, of starting the program. Uh, They give you you seven days of fuelings for free. Uh, You get free shipping, and you get uh, 10% off the the following month. And there's great incentives throughout. What they do, Scott, this is interesting, they give incentives for you to stay on the plan. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is that so that you'll... Buy more products and spend more money. Well, it's a it's a business, so that's that's part of it. But no, because if you stay on the plan, the plan will work. Right. So and you can't you can't do a piecemeal. If you are ready to transform your life and your health and your outlook and your hope quotient, if you're ready to tra- if you just want to lose a few pounds, I mean, this can do that too. If if you don't really need to lose all that much weight, but you feel real unhealthy. This is a great program. And you know, since you started now, Scott, they've come out with kind of the 2.0, the complete transformational system. It's upgraded. It's so much better even than it was.
1: Even if you just need to lose 10, 20 pounds, get on the program, eat those lean and green meals, and my tastes have changed. I, I feel like I'm putting better food in me. Not only am I healthier because I'm 80 pounds lighter, which that's you know significant, but I'm also healthier because I don't have all those chemicals, uh, you know, all the saccharin, yeah. all the nutra sweets, and uh, yep. the fat, and all those things. And I'm loving my meals. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love what I eat.
3: That's awesome. And yeah, that, that is so awesome. Which reminds me, on October. Uh, Fourth was the last day that I had a can of Diet Coke. I would open up that can and pour it in a glass of ice, a Diet Coke, and oh, I could see those bubbles in the top right now. I would drink four to eight of those a day. Mm -hmm. I would sometimes get up in the morning and have a can on ice before I left the house. Wow. I I haven't had a sip of Diet Coke since October the 4th of last year, and I'm fine. Yeah, I just did it cold turkey. I started it when I started the system, when I started the program, and I was committed. And I I just did it, and I live to tell about it.
1: Yeah, it can I, actually I, happen. I mean, I would love it. I mean, just look forward to that Diet Coke with my with dinner and one at night. Amen.
3: And, oh, amen. You know, pull to the
1: <laughs> pull into McDonald's and get the, the oh. dollar, the extra large. Stock. But like <laughs> you, when I started that program. No, no diet drinks, uh, none of that. Yeah. Uh, none of that. And I feel better for it. I I had a lot of problems. One more thing. I had a lot of problems with my hands and my, um, my joints with inflammation and pain. And, uh, I used to be able to just clench my fists and you would hear my knuckles pop and crack. And I'd Hmm. have to do that three or four times just to loosen my hands up to type a message or not anymore.
3: Is that all gone?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my joints feel better. I I still have a little pains because, again, damage over, you know, 50 some years of hard living. Uh, But my hands, my back, my knees, my hips feel so much better. And it's it's not only losing the weight, but eating good food that that, you know, the, the stuff I was eating made my joints inflame and and cause pain. You know, I didn't know this. I didn't think about this. But now I'm reading this, how how our diets cause inflammation and all of that pain. And the habits of health helped me get through that.
3: Man, we sound like a couple of shills for some shyster (laughs) product that we're trying to peddle.
1: Uh, (laughs) And the truth is... uh, Are we both wearing uh, polyester suits? You know, that's...
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs> with flamingos on our shoulders. Yeah, there we go. Now you know, we're just two pastors. Right. And uh, we, we found something that was helpful, that works, uh, but you got to be ready to do it. Right. You just, if you're ready, we're just looking for, for pastors who are looking for the answer. I was looking for the answer. You were looking for the answer. It was. And this is not the only answer, but this is an answer. This is an answer to ill health and uh, inflammation and overweight and pain and all the shame and all the rest of that, this is an answer. It is an answer that will work. Pastor Scott, give the parting shot, man. This is a long form uh, podcast episode today. I like it, I love it. You've given a lot of inspiration. Give us a parting shot.
1: It's possible. It is possible to to feel good in your body, to be healthy, to, to reclaim that again but it takes a commitment. Yes, there's a financial commitment, but the commitment, the bigger commitment is to to eat right, to, to begin some habits of health, uh, hydration, uh, moving a little bit, but commit yourself and, and you can do it. You can, the, it no longer is a dream. It can become a reality in your life. For me, it was a matter of months. It may take you a year, it may take you a little longer, maybe even shorter, maybe, Maybe Jeff will have you on the podcast and, man, you blew Scott away, Uh, you know, (laughs) and great. I'd love, I can't wait to hear that one, but it's possible. You can be healthy.
3: That's awesome. Scott, thanks so much for being on with us.
1: Jeff, thank you for sharing your story and thank you for opening that door for me and helping me at just the right time. God bless you.
0: You got it. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. Jeff, that is an incredible story. I mean, just an incredible story to hear how Scott went from so much shame, so many health problems, just a lack of you know control, a lack of everything to this situation where, yeah, I mean, you guys together have lost the equivalent of me, right? But he's been able to get his health in order. He's been able to get his blood, you know, his blood sugar controlled. It's just so much better for somebody with diabetes to be living this healthy lifestyle. And uh, and it's all because he stopped the car and emailed after episode 305. I mean, that's like the long and short of it. It really is. And so as I told him... You know, my heart goes out to the pastors who are listening,
3: and uh, recently, uh, Pastor Faith, uh, Mm. a woman pastor, got in touch with me, and uh, she started the program, and I don't know as of today, but I I know the last I I remember hearing it was over 35 pounds she's lost. That's amazing. And she's just, oh my goodness, she is effervescent about all of this. Um, So my heart goes out to pastors who are listening. If you're listening... Let me just tell you, man or woman, you can do this. And and, and Scott, you know, Scott said, uh, how did he put it? He said um, he's in a constant state of disbelief, as he put it. Sure. It's just he looks in the mirror and he looks at the clothes he's wearing and buying, and he's just like, uh, who am I right. to go that fast? You you do have a little bit of an identity crisis. <laughs> it's like you know, and, and, I mean, I have, I have, and it took me ten right. months to lose eighty right. pounds. Uh, For him in five months to lose 80 pounds, it's like, oh, my goodness. All of a sudden, you're literally a different person. He lost 31% of himself is gone.
0: That's crazy. (laughs) I mean, that's just like unbelievable.
3: The cool thing about this program is they, they have just upgraded this whole healthy transformation system. It's a system to transform your life. Uh, they deal with, it's a holistic approach. Yeah, There's what they, they call it a life book. And in this life book there, I think there's 27 or 28 elements that you go through. Maybe there's 26. Wow. Maybe there's, maybe it's like a half a year if you did one a week. It goes from psychological outlook to uh, when you eat during the day to your exercise, your mindset, yeah. how you handle stress. I tell people, this is like two three credit courses in college. Right. I would say it's the equivalent. Right. You know, and it's really just to, hey, if you're serious about transforming your life, you can do it through this system. And it's really amazing. I love
0: this so much. And I love, Jeff, that this is not different than what we've always been about at 200 Churches. This is not different in any way because what we've always been about here at 200 Churches is encouraging and equipping pastors, helping pastors, and you know, hoping that pastors can find life change through the content that we deliver here. And now you got proof, (laughs) red dead proof of all the things that we've always wanted to do with this podcast happening in the lives of pastors. So here you go. I'll say it for you this time. Episode 332, you're listening, you're maybe you're desperate or maybe you just want to feel better. There's just two ends to the spectrum. Stop your car. Oh, no, absolutely. And send an email. Go to 200churches.com to this episode. There's a contact button on the show notes for episode 332. If that's the easiest way to get a hold of us, but it's just Jeff, J E F F at 200churches.com. You got to get on this system. You got to get it. So Jeff yeah. didn't follow it perfectly to the letter and he lost 80 something pounds in 10 months. Scott followed it to the letter of the law. He lost 80-some pounds in six months. So either way, <laughs> it's, it's not a bad place to be. Um, but yeah. this so, is for real stuff, man.
3: As I clarified with Scott, I didn't follow it to the letter, but I followed it in, in this by the spirit. Yes, to the spear. Um, because I didn't cheat. I didn't sure. cheat. In other words, uh, I ate what I was supposed to eat, and sometimes I ate a little more of what I was supposed to eat. Right. See, it was different than grabbing a bag of Lay's potato <laughs> chips and just ODing. <laughs> That's right. You know, on Netflix or something. I never did any
0: of yeah, that. That's good. Never did that's any of good. that. So this is it, man. Episode three thirty two. Get on this. This is not I I always feel like I have to say this, Jeff. People should know your heart by now. This is not so Jeff can get rich. This is not so that Jeff can, you know, like have a gilded toilet or something like that in his house. Well, let's not get too hasty now. If you get get rich, that's that's great. I'm just saying this comes from a real place. This does not come from a scammy (laughs) place. That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I won't be, uh, I won't be getting rich anytime soon. Don't worry about that. There you go. So,
0: episode three thirty two. Get signed up. Get hooked up with Jeff. Again, whether you're in a desperate situation or you just need to get healthy for your family, for your ministry, for yourself, contact Jeff and get involved in this because the proof the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in people like Scott who are losing this weight and people like Jeff and people like Pastor Faith. So anyway, that's my pitch for you, Jeff.
3: Final story, Johnny. When I was at your church last yeah. weekend, Britta came yeah. over. I haven't seen Britta in a couple sure. of years. She was like... I looked over there and I thought, uh, I don't is that is that Jeff? I don't I don't think that's Jeff. And then she came over and lo and behold, it was part of Jeff. Part of Jeff, not the whole part, (laughs) but the only part that's incredible. (laughs) Incredible. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But I just I just love I love being free of the burden that I carried for so long. You know, so awesome. And uh, hey, and if you. If you go to episode 332 at 200churches.com, on that post I'm going to put some of of Scott's before and after there picks and a couple of mine cuz I found some real good juicy ones that I shared with my son the other Perfect. day. I'm like I'm like I'm like, there you go, Doug. There's Big Daddy right there, baby. <laughs> He's like, Dad. It's like I don't even recognize you in those
0: pictures anymore. I love it. So we'll have a little fun. I love it. We'll have a little fun with that. All right. Yep. We'll sign up. You heard it here first, Jeff. Thanks for finding Scott. Scott, thanks for sharing your story. As these stories keep happening, we'll keep sharing them intermittently because we really do believe that healthy pastors are the lead healthy churches, and so uh, we're excited for the things that are happening. But that's it for now. And we'll see you next week here on the 200 Churches podcast.
2: My name is Angela, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, you should subscribe to our weekly email at 200churches.com and to the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You know it. We'll be back next week with another amazing and encouraging episode just for you. Until then, may God bless you as you lead and love His church.
3: So, Pastor, let me put it this way as we close out this episode. If you are in a position of Romans chapter 7, and you say to your wife or to your husband, you know, what I don't want to eat, I eat. And what I want to eat, I don't eat. Who is going to save me from this body of death, you know? If you're in that position, if you're like I was, honestly, and, and you're just hopeless, And maybe you say this to your spouse, you say, you know, I'd like to go off somewhere for 30 days and go to a place where they will teach me how to eat, how to cook, how to work out, where I could learn that. Pastor, this is that kind of a program. I mean, Jeff Cady actually figured it out. This is like miraculous. Scott Buell actually figured it out. It's like miraculous. I've got 15 other pastors who I could have had on the podcast that I've had the privilege. I've got a dozen people in my local church that have lost 40, 60, 75 pounds. It's really wonderful. It's good news. It really is good news. You know, you can keep doing what you're doing how's it been working for you? It wasn't working for me very well. Or you could say, hey, so here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. Do this for a month. Do it for 30 days. Anybody could do that. Do it for 30 days. If it's not for you, put it away. I have a feeling that if you're like Scott or me and you do this for 30 days... You are going to be so thrilled, and you're going to say, I can't believe it took me so long to learn this. Where has this been all my life? So there you go, Pastor Jeff at 200churches.com, or go to episode 332 at 200churches.com, and uh, click on the little button there and give us your information. And uh, I, or Pastor Scott, I suppose, Uh, will contact you or my partner, John, uh, who does all of the health coaching in my local church. So I I don't coach any of my own people, but I send them to uh, John. (laughs) And it's oh, there's one guy named Brian in my church, it's awesome. He's he's watching me lose weight. He's saying, Man, Jeff, you know, what are you doing? Man, Jeff, I. Man, I wish I could. It, it's not for me. It's not for me. And and we would talk. And and I finally challenged him. I said, "Listen, dude, talk to John. You can do this." He came up to me with the biggest smile on his face. About about five or six weeks ago, he said, "Pastor Jeff, I've I've, I've hit I've hit fifty pounds. I've hit fifty pounds. I'm only fifteen pounds from my goal." And I'm like. That is awesome. He's so happy. He's so excited. His wife is thrilled. He, You know, he's got himself back. Okay, this has been a long enough episode. And uh, the music stopped a long time ago. I'll just wait to hear from you. I'd love to be able to help you. And someday I'll tell you the backstory of this, but as you hear at the end of so many of our episodes,
0: Boop, boop, boop.